I have an awesome story to tell you in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. I don't know if you can feel the storm that's coming. Is that the smell of rain? The crackle of electricity in the air? You can hear the rumbling of thunder in the distance. Maybe it'll pass you by. Maybe not. Are you going to take the chance that it will? The winds could start blowing at any time, and anything that you have that isn't tied down is going to fly away. This is what it feels like to look down the barrel of a coming financial crisis. It's coming. And even if you're fiscally responsible, you can always stand to look deeper to see if there are more places where you can save money. We have to be able to save money if we're going to do good. We can't be giving extra money to the banks when they're only really uh, requiring two and a half percent interest. Why are you paying four? Please, you could save hundreds of dollars, if not a thousand dollars a month. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800 906 net American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org There are very few people that I have met that have had an impact on my life more than the guy who's sitting across from me right now. Uh in 20, I've known him for a long time, but in 2016, he came into my studio and he asked me to uh, talk to him about what was going on in the Middle East with the Christians. And uh, he said, I just quit my job. I'm, I just went over there and we got to do something. And I said, OK, let's raise money. <laughs> It's my one skill. Uh, and uh, let's raise money. I'll pledge a million dollars. The man is Johnny Moore. He is in uh, my studios now. He's the guy. He's the reason I started the Nazarene Fund. And what a day for you to be in my town in my studio. You know, Glenn, I didn't want to be in this chair again for this reason. Mm. You know, I, I wish I wish we weren't in in this moment with this catastrophe happening in Afghanistan. And, you know, it, it's uh, it's like deja vu all, all over again. And, and, and brothers and sisters and innocent people, vulnerable people are, are right in the bullseye. And it's right now. the same people. It's, it's the, the same, people. same people that did it last time. It's our government. You know, I mean, literally, literally, Glenn, it is deja vu. Our secretary of defense, Lloyd, Lloyd Austin was in charge of the withdrawal of our troops in Iraq in 2011 which led to ISIS which created the vacuum for ISIS it, it, it's not like it's 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 not like he, you know we haven't been down this road before i mean this is fully fully predictable and 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 yet you know it's 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 happening right in front of our eyes because the nazarene fund has so much credibility with states and i mean nation states um, we have states that are lining up to take these Christians that we are hopefully getting out. United States, not one of them. United States won't take them. It, it's the same drill. I mean, it's back to Obama, Biden. And, and here we are. And, you know, and, and now it's now it's Biden, Biden. And, and the fact of the matter is there isn't a foreign policy issue in his entire career. He hasn't utterly screwed up. And, you know, here we are, women and girls, you know, Christian converts. I mean, you know, you're getting them. I'm getting them. Like, 
desperate, desperate, desperate people, desperate people. They, they had a deal and the, and the deal was a future. And then, and then the rug has just been pulled right, right from under them. And, you know, I love the United States of America. I'm as patriotic as you can possibly get. But I can't rely on our government to solve this problem. They I mean, can't. You know what? They can't keep us safe in our own cities. They can't keep us safe overseas. And they apparently can't keep their deals and keep people safe, even in countries like Afghanistan, you know, and, against and, the Taliban. And, and they're not seeing the big picture either. I mean... Uh, there is a jihadist insurgency from Mali and in, in Western Africa all the way to all the way to Afghanistan. And this was a coup d'etat for every extremist in the world. I mean, there there are there are extremists who, because of American strength, you know, had finally given up on this path. But on the 20th anniversary of 9-11, the Taliban is going to be running Afghanistan. They're going to be in the presidential palace in Kabul. Every extremist in our country, in every country around the world, every person who's flirted with extremism, this is this is just the beginning of a global catastrophe, and we need to work now to identify the most vulnerable people and to help them. We have to help them, and, and we got to keep pressure on our you government. You have been working, um, Johnny, I don't know if you know what the Nazarene Fund has turned into, but it is a juggernaut. Um, and has been helping people all around uh, the world. And, you know, today, I don't even know what it do. We, we should get another update. Last hour, in 25 hours, we have raised $12 million for the people in Afghanistan. And we're not going to stop there. I mean, we are continuing rescues. And I know you're in Nigeria. You wrote to me two months ago. And you said, Glenn, I'm just about to give up here. I can't, I can't, nothing is happening. Nobody seems to care about all of these Christians that are, they are being slaughtered literally in the streets. I mean, in your, your book, you have the next jihad in your book. You talk about how they made all of the Christian men lay down on the ground. And yeah. what happened? Yeah, and the, the, they forced these Christian girls, teenage girls that they had kidnapped they held a knife in their hands and forced the girls to cut the throats of their of their Christian brothers. You know, the, the, not not long ago, these jihadists showed up in the in this village in the middle of the night in Nigeria. They killed everybody, it, including a uh, a little girl who was thirteen years old. Her name was Patience. They they killed uh, her her uh, sister, whose name was Revelation. She was six. And then their four-year-old sibling, whose name name was name was Rejoice, they they killed a fourteen-year-old girl in this village with her grandparents. I, I don't know the names of her of, of of the grandparents, but the little girl's name was Blessing. Right? These are these are Christian parents who named their kids Patience, Revelation, Rejoice, and 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 Blessing. And all of this was happening before Afghanistan. I mean, there's the the one ember of jihadism that hasn't faded since ISIS in Iraq and Syria to this catastrophe in the last week is what's been happening in, in, in Western Africa. And if you think that the Syrian crisis was a crisis. Oh, my gosh. I mean, what if we have the failure of Western Africa coupled with the Taliban in Afghanistan, coupled with the failure of governments, you know, around the world over the last year and a half e economically? I mean, th th these are uh, these are very, very precarious moments. And for the first time, at least in my life, 
you know, I, I, I don't wake up every morning at least knowing that the United States of America has it has it under control. In fact, I wake up every morning wondering how the Chinese Communist Party is routing America today. You know, I have to tell you, China, look at look, look at what we've done with Afghanistan. China was in in Afghanistan taking pictures with the Taliban leadership before we left. OK, taking pictures because they're their new partners. Well, gee, What's on the other side of 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 Afghanistan, Pakistan, and just to the other side of that, Iran. India, yeah, or and Iran. Iran on one side. But you, they are going to be able. They're not for India. They're going to squeeze India now from both sides, and then they'll have a sweep all the way through Iran. And and for the president of the United States, Joe Biden, to have the audacity to say that our goal was never an inclusive democracy in Afghanistan to 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 begin with. I mean, he is he is handing the future of the world to the autocrats and the jihadists all, all over the planet. The Chinese Communist Party, three weeks before the Taliban took over, you know, hosted the whole leadership in, in, in Beijing. And you know what they get in exchange? Probably a trillion dollars of mineral wealth inside those mountains in oh, Afghanistan. They, they have uh, more lithium. I think than anybody else, they have more lithium. I mean, the the riches that are under the ground of Afghanistan. And I don't want to take their riches. I'm not there to take their lithium, but to give it to people like the Taliban and China is insanity. And, and make no mistake that all the people who are desperate outside of that airport right now, the Christians that are hiding in the corners of their houses, waiting for the knock on the door from the Taliban all, all over the world, you know, they're going to get no help from the, from the Chinese Communist Party, which has shut down every major church in the country that has interred millions of people in modern concentration camps. I mean, I, I, what, what is happening, and I'm sorry to say it, but we cannot rely on the United States government to help these vulnerable people. We're just going to have to take the situation in our own hands. We're going to have to put unrelenting pressure on our members of Congress. We're going to have to partner with people in other countries around the world. We got to, we got to help these people. We have to, and I know this is where your heart is and your, you really have laid such great uh, rail tracks. We have to put pressure on our churches. Where <laughs> are the churches? You know, <laughs> This is what's crazy about Nigeria, Glenn. Like Nigeria has a lot of Christians and, and, and a lot of evangelical churches in Nigeria, okay, whose evangelical denominations are based in the United States of America. Like every church in the United States of America needs to be adopting a church in Nigeria. They need to be treating them like their brothers and sisters. They need to say like their problems are our problems. Their security matters to us. If, if their church is burned down, we're going to rebuild it. I mean, in, in already in the first six months of this year, more Christians have been killed in Nigeria than in the entire year last year. Hundreds oh and God. hundreds and hundreds of churches. This is, this is one country. And what makes it even worse that it's happening in Nigeria, this is a democracy of 200 million people. A country which receives a billion dollars in our taxpayer money a year from, from our government. And our government, you know, it's largely silent. We won't put pressure on the, on the Nigerian government to, fi to fix this problem. And in the meantime... You know, the, the problems are sprouting up like wildfires, you know, all, 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 all over the world. And, and I mean, the, the fact is, there are, there are desperate, desperate people 
who, who at least could rely on the United States, not for us to be interventionist, not not for us to 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 you know, to just take take to their, magnify their voice alone, just to that's, raise their voice. That's 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 that is the crime and, of America in Cuba. The, all they wanted, they were in the streets so Americans could hear their voice, and our American com- companies have not done jack squat. For those people in Cuba. And, and for the audacity of the Biden administration to say that their number one priority is human rights. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is you know, what, what about those the, the, the women and girls in that video we all saw uh, last night hanging on to that fence for our secretary of defense to, to say that he can't get people out. That's not that's not what the British are saying. That's not what the French are saying. They're taking their trucks and Humvees into Kabul, rescuing those people and those people who who who, who helped them over the last, uh, you know, two decades. Did you see the uh, women that were protesting in front of the Taliban yesterday? These women were holding up signs that were demanding their right to be outside and to have a job. They were protesting in front of the Taliban. They weren't just like in front of the supermarket. They went to find the Taliban. They're not hard to find and protested silently in front of them. Can you imagine the guts that that is that requires? And, and if, if there was a President Ronald Reagan, he would oh be saying, gosh. I hear your voice. Yes, I hear your voice. But what is the president of the United States, Joe Biden, saying on ABC News this morning? He's saying, well, it's up to the Taliban as to whether they want to be accepted by the international community. It's the same Taliban. Go back and listen to what they said in 1996 when they first took over the country. It is it is copy and paste exactly what they're saying now. Amnesty and all of this stuff. It, it's it's all a grand lie. And just like we have taken it hook, line and sinker from the Islamic Republic of Iran, we're taking it hook, line and sinker. And 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 right now, every single one of us, I don't I don't care what's going on in your day today. I know we're all busy. We all have our jobs. We all have our lives and our kids and everything else. Call your member of Congress. F- help, help the Nazarene fund. Call Do your now. church. Call your church. I mean, every pastor in the world ought to be dedicating an entire service this weekend to praying for the Christians that are in the bullseye in in Afghanistan. All around the world and Nigeria Uh, and all across the Middle East now and Africa. It is with no America. It was bad with America. Back during the Obama years, it eased up some in some places with Trump. It's a nightmare right now. Please, you can uh, donate by going to NazareneFund.org or MercuryOne.org. More with Johnny Moore in just a second. Uh, All right. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Just about every time you turn on the television or happen to walk past one, you'll see an advertisement for a major mobile carrier. And they talk about how great their coverage is. Blah, blah, blah. We're America's number one carrier. Yeah. Well, they're all on the same cell towers now. And so is Patriot Mobile on the same cell towers as those guys. Ah, but we've got the best coverage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Whatever. What they don't tell you in those commercials is, hey, we're we're donating some of our profits to go help Planned Parenthood. 
They are. Verizon's been doing that for a long time. Have you canceled your Verizon contract yet? Don't live a lie. Don't endorse a lie. Don't lie to yourself. Oh, it's just I can't make it. You can. Send the major carriers a message. I'm not playing anymore. I'm not paying you to work against me. You know, I would do it for less service and more money, but you don't have to because Patriot Mobile has the same coverage. They have the best, as done in one of those studies, the best personal phone service. So, you know, you call up and you need help. They have the best customer service and they don't work against you. In fact, they work for you and you'll save money. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Do it now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. The Next Jihad, a book by uh, Johnny Moore and Rabbi Abram Cooper, Stop the Christian Genocide in Africa. I love the fact that a rabbi is helping write this. You know, it's uh, amazing. Rabbi Cooper is the one who asked me to go to Nigeria, right? So, so here's a, a Jewish rabbi, not a Christian, say, saying to me, a Christian known for standing up for persecuted Christians, like, when are we going to, to Nigeria? Mm-hmm. And, we, and we went two weeks before COVID. He came to my office and he sat in my office at one point and said, Glenn, you got to stop talking about the plight of the Jewish people. And I mean, he's from the Simon Wiesenthal Center. And I was like, oh, okay, how's that work out, Rabbi? And he said, they're coming for you guys first. We got to get the Jewish people to help. I mean, I, I saw a donation come in yesterday, I think from a Jewish person who said, how can I not help the Christians after it was the Christians that helped save my people? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, the, the Simon Wiesenthal Center was the first organization in the world which said that ISIS was guilty of genocide against Christians in Iraq and Syria in 2014. So when they start ringing the bell and saying, pay attention to what's happening happening in Nigeria, you know, we, we ought to start we ought to start paying attention to it. And and. And when we, when we, you know, traveled there two years ago, I mean, this was largely isolated to one part, maybe you know, two parts of the country. Now, you know, Nigeria's issues uh, surrounding the capital in the northeast, in the northwest, in the southwest, in the, in the center of the country. Jihadists coming in the middle of the night, yelling Allahu Akbar, burning down the churches and the houses, hunting down the Christians, doing horrific things to the women and, and, and girls. It, 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 in fact, there's you know one, one famous girl alone uh, whose, whose name is uh, Leah Leah Sherabu, who would be free today, but she refuses to convert to to Islam, and so she's now going uh, into her three and a half years of imprisonment because this girl who was kidnapped when she was sixteen just will not convert, and so she's been through been through horrific How things. How many of us would do that, Johnny? Have you thought about that for you? I mean, you know, we say we talk a good game, but we're in America. Uh, we don't know what that's like. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, Glenn. I don't know if I'd have the have, have the strength to do that. But but what I do know and one of the reasons why I have my my faith is because there are so many people around the world willing to die for a faith that I'm barely willing to live for. And on a hard day or a difficult day, I remember these persecuted people and and look, I, I don't think we can we can uh, experience the fullness of life 
if we're not helping these people or close to them or hear, hearing their story. But, uh, but I'll tell you, when you hear their stories, when you read their stories, we met with 50 victims over a day and a half, in, in, including a whole village that showed up in our hotel out of total desperation you know, because, because nobody was paying attention to them. When you read the stories, you will not be able to sleep at night. And that's exactly the point. Because if, if we continue, if we continue to ignore these issues around the world, and I get it, we got lots of problems at home in, 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 in the United States. But I'm telling you, there are very few things that we can do. There are very thing, few things. We look at all these problems in the United States, you're like, what are we going to do? We're just going to go vote. I'm telling you right now, when you're in service of your fellow man, you're in service of God. And I'm telling you, it will bring you hope and strength and blessings. More with Johnny Moore in just a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Every day when you come home, that dog is waiting for you, isn't he? Faithful little guy, always there, ready to be your friend. You know what's more impressive? He put up with you being around all the time during the pandemic. Never once tried to eat you in your sleep. I mean, I think that's a pretty good dog. That's friendship. You know what I mean? Given all he's like, where are they going to leave again? Uh, I'm sure you feel as strongly about keeping your dog happy and healthy as I do mine. Uh, my daughter was like, Dad, don't talk about how old Uno is. I don't No, Don't. And she just welled up. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. But he is. You know, he's 10. He's getting to be old for a German shepherd, and we want to keep him around as long as possible. That's why we give him rough greens. It's not a dog food. It's something you sprinkle on the food. It's a supplement filled with all of the things that make your dog happy and healthy. Get a free bag of rough greens just for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back, roughgreens.com slash back, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash back. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off, or go better off today, the NazareneFund.org. This is the Glenn Beck program. I I am truly in awe of you. Uh, Yesterday, I came to you with an impossible request to raise $20 million by Friday, not thinking that there was a prayer that we could do it, but at least we could make a little dent in something. Um. The last update I got uh, was about an hour ago, and we are at $12 million. We're $8 million away from that goal. Uh, Thank you for that. We are raising the money. We have planes uh, booked, ready to go. They're sitting on a tarmac somewhere in the world. I can't give you more details. Same with helicopters. We are just trying to coordinate everything and get the people to where they need to be. And it is, I'm telling you, it will not be your money. It will not be our operatives. If, if any of these Christians, 5,000 of them, if any of them get out of this, it will be God alone because there is no way humanly possible. Trust me. (laughs) 
you don't want to hear the conversations I've been having. It is humanly impossible to get these people out unless you're a country. Uh, and uh, if it happens, it will because, be because of of prayer and God. We have uh, Johnny Moore. By the way, if you would like to donate, please donate now um, at the NazareneFund.org, NazareneFund.org or MercuryOne.org. And if you go that way, make sure you just mark it for the Nazarene Fund. Johnny Moore is here. He is the guy who gave me the idea to start the Nazarene Fund. Uh, and it, I, He is just an amazing man who has really given up a very, very successful career just to help persecuted Christians around the world. And um, I get his heartbreaking emails <laughs> once in a while, um, uh, wondering why people aren't helping, why churches are not helping, why, why people won't listen to the story. And I've said to him before, it is, it, this is what our founders went through with, with uh, slavery. It's what... You know, the early Republicans went through uh, in in the Civil War or right shortly before the Civil War. It's William Wilberforce had the same problem. People don't want to hear these things, Mm. but I think it's because they feel like they can't make a difference. And that's not true. (laughs) That is not true. No, you you can't make a difference. You, You have to give and pray and help these people the way you hope someone would give for you. And to pray for you and to and to help you. There's one family actually from Dallas. Okay, there's a there's an Afghan man who uh, used his cell phone in 2001, right at the very very beginning of, of all of this. He 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 was it was an American who was being held hostage. A woman right after the right right after 9/11. This Afghan man, courageous Afghan man, realized this was an injustice. He used his cell phone, gave it to her so she could get free. That man, you know, received asylum in in the United States of America for saving that American. This summer, okay, his wife and his six kids, they sent, they, they went back to Afghanistan to see family that they hadn't seen in a long time. And guess where they are? They're stuck there. He's here. His oh wife, his, his wife and his six kids are there and I, I'll tell you, Glenn. I have like burned up every phone, sent every email, everybody I know in the U.S. government, everything we possibly can do, you know, to, to try to get, try to get attention for these people. Like, so so okay, that's a story. But what if it was your wife? What if it was your kids? Like, and and as as a person of faith, like I have a responsibility to these people. Like, it it, it, it we're one family, and if you believe like I believe that every single person is is made made in the image of God, like. Their problem is my problem. Their concern is my concern, and and we have to we have to respond the way the, the way we hope somebody would would respond for because us. Because we may need somebody to respond like that for us. I mean, it, it's becoming more and more real that the world is coming undone, and if we don't stand now, I, mean, I just I I'm just convinced by by saving those who are enslaved by saving those who are in jeopardy because of what they believe we will save ourselves there will be great blessings the lord cannot use a country that sits around on twitter and facebook (laughs) and is is has been lost and 
all of the work for for decades and centuries to get to the place where we are now, to have the opportunities that we have now and to waste them while people are enslaved and and to see us buy all of our crap from Apple that is making it in those slave camps and we don't care is really God can't use those people. Yeah. And, and, and Glenn, a weak America is a strong Chinese Communist Party. And oh. and and you know, I, I was saying this like a year and a half ago and it, it got me a sanction from the Chinese. Oh, Communist I Party. saw that. But, but you know why? They, you, you know why they sanctioned me? me? Sanctioned? I, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't like know. That. That's you, a badge of honor. But you know why they did it? Because what I was saying was true. And they didn't want it said. And and what you, did you, you say again? I, I I said that they wanted to go after, you know, every person of faith in their country and around the world. And I said the people the Chinese Communist Party fear the most aren't actually Americans. It's their own people. Mm-hmm. They're more evangelical Christians in China than there are members of the Communist Party. They're, oh they're millions and millions and millions of Uyghurs and Tibetans. They're they're Falun Gong practitioners. When you when you put all the people together that they persecute. It's like six or seven hundred million Chinese people. There are like 90 million members of the Chinese Communist Party, and they, they, they act like they're all of these other things. But, but the fact of the matter is, in a country like Nigeria, where the United States government gives a billion dollars a year that to that country. That should not be happening. And yet simultaneously, we allow Nigeria to make deals with the Chinese Communist Party to build infrastructure all across the country. So we give our billion dollars and we let China take over the country. And, and you talk about slaves. Let me tell you about a slave. Her name's Leah. She, she, was, she was kidnapped with a hundred of her, of her siblings at a girls' school a couple of years ago. The government told all the parents of these 100 girls that they had negotiated the release of the girls. So they bring all the parents together at this place to meet their girls. And, and one by one, the girls come off the bus. But one girl didn't come off the bus. And Leah's mom sees Leah's friend come, come off the bus and she's waiting because the government has told her that her daughter is coming back, but her daughter is nowhere to be seen. She says, where's Leah? Where's Leah? And she sees Leah's friend and Leah's friend tells her, she tells her, Leah wouldn't come because she refused to convert to, to Islam. She refused to convert to Islam. She was a Christian, so she would. So she is still captive to this day. And this is a democracy that receives a billion dollars from the United States of America. If they if they know enough to pay a ransom to terrorists, they surely know enough to take the military equipment we've given them and go rescue that girl. But but what if it was your daughter? I mean, what if the people? And, and this is this is my point, Glenn. Like. All these geopolitical things, and you cut the TV on and off, and you look at Twitter and Facebook, and, and every, we have inflation in this country and political problems, and everybody just like wants to push it all out. And what I'm just like pleading people to do, at least today, at least this week, is don't be so quick to push it out. Like, what if it was your daughter, kidnapped at 16 years old, raped by terrorists, held captive? What, what, what if it was your wife and kids who went over to see family in Afghanistan who are stuck there. And our government's saying they can't even get inside to, to, to rest. We gave away Bagram Air Base a, 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 a month ago. Like, what if it was your family and then press pause on your life for a few minutes today and do something about it? And this is one of those things 
that you can do something about. You can do something. There are so many people that have been smuggled out of China. There are so many people that have been rescued and saved. And it's, it's really not that hard. You know, these people that we're saving over in uh, Afghanistan or trying to, you know how difficult that is, Johnny. Um, these people, they trusted us. They heard the gospel. Many of them converted. Yeah. That's worse than just being a follower of, of the Nazarene. That's worse. Uh, and, and now they're left alone. And they're in hiding. There's one family I heard about yesterday. They were a part of a persecuted minority in Afghanistan. Okay, so they were already persecuted, a Muslim minority. Then they converted to Christianity. The, oh my God. It's like a death sentence. They're guaranteed to die. And they were contacting everyone they possibly could to get out because they relied on us to protect them. And all these things we said about democracy and all these things. And for our president and his speech the other night, I mean, he literally said, Glenn, it was never our goal to have an inclusive democracy in Afghanistan. It was our goal to stop the terrorism from Afghanistan in, in the United States. And, and then, you know, and then for the president to sit down with ABC News, you know, you know what ABC should do? George Stephanopoulos needs to release the entire video from beginning to end. I want to see I want to see what question I, I want to see if George Stephanopoulos coached the president of the United States and some answers. I want to see if the president of the United States got lost a little bit in answering some. Of those I want to see what he said after the president turned on him. And he said, I mean, there were people that were holding on to airplanes and lost their lives. And the president turned to George Stephanopoulos indignant and said, that was four or five days ago. Like, how dare you bring that up? That's ancient history. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and does the president think we're all stupid that we didn't see him three weeks ago say none of this was going to happen? We're not stupid. And I don't care who your elected representative is. If you're in a Democrat district or Republican district, you need to burn the phones up today and they need to hear from you because this is not the way the United States behaves. I just uh, I shared this earlier this morning. You know, the woman who thought that we were trying to build an inclusive Afghanistan that is the first female mayor in the town in Afghanistan. You familiar with her? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I wrote to her and I said, hey, how can we help? Can we talk to you wow. on the air? She said, surely, but not now. I'm in a rush of saving my and my family's life. We're in a very hard situation. Friends are working to manage things for our safety. Till that, please keep waiting. Then she writes, I am not afraid of death, <laughs> but I am afraid for my family's safety. Glenn. I sat in the State Department like eight months ago or something when the State Department gave her an award as an international woman of courage. I sat in our State Department while she told her story. And for, for our U.S. government to not do everything in its power to rescue that woman and her family, you know, I, I'm We're repeating Raoul Wallenberg. It, I, We're, <laughs> We're repeating all of the things that we have done at the worst moments of our history. This is worse than Saigon. You know, this is this. The, all these things. It's worse. I, you know, you talk about is, is Joe Biden like Jimmy Carter 2.0. No, 
like like Jimmy Carter is now Joe Biden 1.0. I mean, this is this is like for that woman. I mean, I sat there. Our U.S. government gave her an award as an international woman of courage in our State Department. And she's sitting there not knowing if she's going to live or die or her family's going to die or what it's, it's it's just, you know, I, I don't want to say I'm embarrassed, but there's something deep about this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Since you have been on the air, we have raised another one point eight million dollars. It, it is now at thirteen point eight million dollars. But, but you know what, Glenn? Not enough. I Praise God. I'm, yeah. grateful, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for it. But. You know, we need more. We we beg you, if you've already given, we beg you, please get down on your knees and pray today. And Johnny said it exactly the right way. Pray as if these were your family members, your children, because we are going to need miracles to happen. And when they do, everyone, everyone will know that is God and God That's alone. Right. Yeah. Uh, please join us at the NazareneFund.org or MercuryOne.org. Johnny, we'll talk again. God you, bless man. you. Thank you. And thank you sincerely. You changed my life. You made me a better man. Thank you for that. Uh, let me tell you about Goldline. Uh, Goldline has a new one-ounce silver bar now available to new and existing clients for free without any qualifying order this week. Now, typically, Goldline special deals are only for existing clients, but they are so excited about the new bar that this week only, the free silver available to both new and existing clients of Goldline. Last week, it was only you're only eligible for these for people who completed the IRA application, but now they're available for every single qualified order while supplies last. I've talked to you at length why you should consider gold. Please find out if this is right for your family or not. I think I think Ray Charles could now see the direction our country is going in. It's not good. Please. The world always, when it returns to sanity, returns to gold and silver. Gold line. Find out how to qualify for your free one ounce silver golden uh, gold line bar. Don't wait. It is 866 gold line 866 gold line or you can go to goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program. You will see as we all band together on something bigger than ourselves and our own lives and look up, we will find all kinds of hope. You have given me all kinds of hope over the last couple of days. Uh, I, I would ask that you would share this with a friend and, uh, and tell them uh, about it to get them involved this is something we should all be able to agree on. These people have to get out of there. Uh, and we will do everything in our power. We would ask that you would join us in prayer and fasting uh, today and over the next couple of days. Because we need God to show up. 